Hello and welcome to our Bible Timeline study. This is our lesson number 65, February 19, 2019. The reading of this day is based on Genesis chapter 31 from the verse 25 through the verse 55. The name of this lesson is The Lord Fights for You. I am Giancarlo Villatoro, the founding pastor of Victory Church in Odessa, Texas, and I am so pleased that you are joining us today for this study. You can download the notes of this study following the link that you see in the bottom of the screen, vchurch.us forward slash studies. And then you will look for the date, 2019-02-19 PDF. And now we are going to read this passage of the scripture in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Genesis 31, from verse 25 through 55. The next morning, Laban caught up with Jacob. Jacob had set up his camp on the mountain. So Laban and all his men set up their camp in the hill country of Gilead. Laban said to Jacob, Why did you trick me? Why did you take my daughters like they were women you captured during war? Why did you run away without telling me? If you had told me, I would have given you a party. There would have been singing and dancing with music. You didn't even let me kiss my grandchildren and my daughters goodbye. You were very foolish to do this. I have the power to really hurt you. But last night, the God of your father came to me in a dream. He warned me to not to hurt you in any way. I know that you want to go back to your home. That is why you left. But why did you steal the gods from my house? Jacob answered, I left without telling you because I was afraid. I thought you would take your daughters away from me. But I did not steal your gods. If you find anyone here with me who has taken your gods, they will be killed. Your men will be my witnesses. You can look for anything that belongs to you. Take anything that is yours. Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen Laban's gods. So Laban went and looked through Jacob's camp. He looked in Jacob's tent and then in Leah's tent. He looked in the tent where the two slave women stayed, but he did not find the gods from his house. Then he went into Rachel's tent. Rachel had hidden the gods inside her camel's saddle, and she was sitting on them. Laban looked through the whole tent, but he did not find the gods. And Rachel said to her father, Father, don't be angry with me. I am not able to stand up before you. I am having my monthly time of bleeding. So Laban looked through the camp, but he did not find the gods from his house. Then. Jacob became very angry and said, What wrong have I done? What law have I broken? What right do you have to chase me and stop me? You looked through everything I own and found nothing that belongs to you. If you found something, show it to me. Put it here where our men can see it. Let our men decide which one of us is right. I have worked 20 years for you. During all that time, 
None of the baby sheep and goats died during birth, and I have not eaten any of the rams from your flocks. Any time a sheep was killed by wild animals, I always paid for the loss myself. I did not take the dead animal to you and say that it was not my fault, but I was robbed day and night. In the daytime the sun took away my strength, and at night sleep was taken from my eyes by the cold. I worked 20 years like a slave for you, for the first 14 years I worked to win your two daughters. The last six years I worked to earn your animals, and during that time you changed my pay ten times. But the God of my ancestors, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac was with me. If God had not been with me, you would have sent me away with nothing. But he saw the trouble that I had and the work that I did. And last night God proved that I am right. Laban said to Jacob, These women are my daughters. These children belong to me. And these animals are mine. Everything you see here belongs to me. But I cannot do nothing to keep my daughters and their children. So I am ready to make an agreement with you. We will set up a pile of stones to show that we have an agreement. So Jacob found a large rock and put it there to show that he had made an agreement. He told his men to find some more rocks and to make a pile of rocks. Then they ate beside the pile of rocks. Laban named that place Yegar Shahaduta, but Jacob named that place Galed. Laban said to Jacob, this pile of rocks will help us both remember our agreement. That is why Jacob called that place Galil. Then Laban said, Let the Lord watch over us while we are separated from each other. So that place was also named Mizpah. Then Laban said, If you hurt my daughters, remember that God will punish you. If you marry other women, remember that God is watching. Here are the rocks that I have put between us. And here is the special rock to show that we made an agreement. This pile of rocks and this one special rock both help us to remember our agreement. I will never go past these rocks to fight against you, and you must never go on my side of these rocks to fight against me. May the God of Abraham, the God of Nahor, and the God of their ancestors judge us guilty if we break this agreement. Jacob's father, Isaac, called God here. So Jacob used that name to make the promise. Then Jacob killed an animal and offered it as a sacrifice on the mountain. And he invited his men to come and share a meal. After they finished eating, they spent the night on the mountain. Early the next morning, Laban kissed his grandchildren and his daughters goodbye. He blessed them and went back home. When you read the stories in Genesis about what happened with the patriarchs, and particularly here with Jacob and Laban, his father-in-law, you are amazed. And you think, certainly there is something very strange in those relationships, and it's true. It is the reality of human interaction. Everywhere we go, 
we will find there are some individuals doing things that we disapprove how they operate. But that's life. And uh, even without you thinking, sometimes you and I operate in a way that people disapprove. Because we all are imperfect. We all do things. Sometimes we don't see what we are doing is wrong. But the truth is, in all cases, the good Lord is with us, trying to help us to get things right. The story here is very interesting because Jacob truly worked 20 years for Laban and he felt that was the time to leave. If you go back to our uh, records and our videos previous week, the lesson number 64, we talk about that time. When was the time for, for Jacob to move and, and leave? And uh, 60, lesson 63 also talks about that. We know that in, in business relationships, there is a moment when things, uh, individuals sometimes cannot continue being together. There is a moment to, to split. And, and that is what Jacob did here. But one thing is absolutely true, my friends. Laban was always doing wrong things. And when someone is doing wrong things, what could be the consequence of those wrong actions? Naturally, the consequence is going to be a poor result. I would like you to think about this. When you are thinking about the things that you are doing today in your work, in your business, with your family, think about this. Anything that you are doing that is wrong is going to bring you a poor result. So. If there is anything that you are not doing right, if is there one thing that you are doing wrong today, you need to stop it and say to yourself, why I'm doing this? I already know it's wrong. I already know it's going to bring a poor result in my life. I should stop doing these things. Some people, although know that, they don't care and they keep on going and doing what is wrong. And uh, the result of that will be disaster. And it's sad. I have many stories that I could share with you about friends of mine that in some point, one, one point or other, were with me in the church. But uh, for different reasons, they started to stop coming to church and they started to go on their own way. And some of them, they start making money. And some others, uh, they just decided to, to live and uh, experience La Vida Loca. You know, the crazy life. And what is the result of that? Disaster. Today the Lord is giving you a warning. If you are doing something wrong, stop it. And if you are far away from church, it's your time to come back to church. Come back to be close to the good Lord. But let's continue studying here what happened with this story. One of the things that is interesting is this Laban. He knew about the good Lord God Almighty. He knew who was the true God. However, he kept some false gods, some statues, some sculptures maybe. I don't know what kind of idols were those, but they were gods that he worshipped. You know, today you can find people that they, they do some things that they look to be, appear, appear to be religious. You know, very religious. But when you observe the way that they operate, it's exactly like Laban. Tricking people, cheating people, lying, trying to take advantage of others, 
always abusing. So what is the point of individuals that they claim to be very religious and yet their actions are dishonest? Don't you think that is it's just wrong to begin with and the consequence of that is going to be a bad consequence for them? Of course, you know that. But we need to be aware of that. And you need to open your eyes to that reality. Individuals that are acting wrong and they try to give an impression of being religious, think about this. It's just religion. It's not the true spirituality that the Lord wants us to have. And when those individuals are trying to take advantage of believers, if you, as a believer, you have been, or maybe you are right now, involved in a situation where those evildoers that try to give the impression of being very religious, but they are just dishonest people doing wrong things. But if you keep your faith in the Lord, if you keep trusting in the Lord, the Lord is going to protect you. The Lord will always protect those who rely on Him. What is the meaning of that? When it is about depending on Him. You know, you and your business and your life, you do the things that you need to do. For instance, if you have to go from a place to other place, you're going to drive your car. So you have to be the one driving the vehicle. You have to do what you have to do in life. But whatever is what you do, whether it's driving, working, uh, managing your finances, making decisions, doing your job, whatever is what you do, you trust in the Lord. You put your trust in Him. You rely on Him. When you are going to do that action, you immediately say your prayers. And you say, Dear Lord, I am trusting in you, Father, that you will help me to do this right. I am trusting you, Lord, in making this decision. You need to put your heart in the Lord and trust in Him totally. Because there is when He is going to fight for you. You need to learn to rely on the Lord on everything you do. From the simple thing to the most complex activity, you need to trust in the Lord. Rely on Him. Let him handle the situation. Because that is exactly what happens. When you are doing your things, and you do whatever you do, but you are in your heart, trusting in yourself, in your ability to do certain things, you are not going to see the hands of the Lord moving in your life. But on the other hand, if when you are working or doing whatever you do, you are just relying on Him, putting all your trust in Him, you will see how He will move in your life. You know, people like Laban, they are all over the place, trying to trick others, trying to take advantage of others, always trying to take advantage of the, the rest, using people for their own benefit. And they try to be very religious. They are there. They can try to trick you. But if you put your trust in the Lord, and you do what is right, the Lord is going to move in your life. Perhaps you have not done things right. Let's suppose you have not acted in the right way. Let's suppose 
you have done wrong things lately and you feel that it's a time to stop, great. That is exactly what the Lord wants us to do, all of us, to repent. And you know, it's just a matter of saying, I am aware that this thing is wrong and I want to stop that. Deeply in your heart, you make the decision, I'm going to stop doing this thing that is wrong. And I'm going to trust in the Lord that He will do something for me. He will fight for me. And as a result of that connection, and when you start acting the right way, you will feel in your heart and you will know it very well that He is with you. And what is the most important thing that we all want? We want to feel His presence. We want to feel His blessing. We want to feel that He is with us, that He is giving us His support in what we do. When you are at work, when you are driving, when you are operating equipment, when you are making decisions, when you are in your home with your family, or when you are hanging out with your friends, if you keep trusting in the Lord, relying on the Lord, putting all your trust in Him, you will do the right thing, because you don't want to do what is wrong. You notice that in one of the passages here, it says that Isaac called God fear. Well, you know what? It is important to have the fear of the Lord. In fact, the beginning of wisdom is precisely the fear of the Lord. Fearing God is a good thing which will stop us to do what is wrong. And as a result of that, you will start walking in a different path when you want to do things right. You want to tell people the truth. You are going to stop lying. You don't need to lie at all. You will start telling people the truth. You are going to be honest with everyone. You are going to treat people with respect. You are going to be decent. And if that is exactly the way of life, the way of living that the Lord wants us to have. So we will be witnesses of His mercy, of His glory. And it is going to be just a matter of time that you will see the glory of God in your life. He will bless you. He will protect you. He will give you the desires of your heart because He is good. The good Lord God Almighty is wonderful. He has all kind of resources to bless you. And He wants to bless you but He wants to see you depending on Him. Let's do that. Thank you for joining us today to this study. Remember, we have more videos and you are more than welcome to go to our Roku channel, Vimeo channel, the YouTube channel. You can listen to the podcast. And uh, also here, all those links are here in the bottom of the screen. And uh, remember to go to Facebook as well. Check in on Victory Church like our videos and our posts and uh, feel free to make comments there if you are in odessa come to one of our worship services sunday 10 a.m and tuesday 7 p.m this bible study in our church we would love to see you one day until then my friends have a wonderful day